Do you ever wonder how important it is to use video in your Amazon listings or just in e-commerce in general? Well, today we're going to talk to a video expert who also has a story of a $5,000 video that created revenues of $3 million in the first year alone. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And uh, on the line today, I've got Rob here, who's not exactly a, a seller, but he helps a lot of serious sellers out there. Rob, how's it going? Doing great. How about you, Bradley? Doing just delightful. You're in San Diego. So like, is that where you grew up or where were you born and raised? Pretty much for the, for the most part, I was actually born in um, Arizona and pretty much just been all over everywhere, but I wind up, uh, always seem to wind up coming back to San Diego. So every now and then we'll be like, oh, the taxes are too expensive or we'll go live somewhere else. We're like, oh, we'd rather just pay more money and come back here. So America's finest city. Yeah. They call our home here, but Anyway, so like, uh, did you go to uh, college out this way or was yeah. that in Arizona or where at? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went to a couple different colleges, but um, I started out here um, and then I uh, went to uh, uh, San Diego State Junior College first. And San Diego for State. life. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Cool. Now, what what did you major in at San Diego State? You know, that's, that's a known party school. So, but I'm assuming yeah. you actually went there to yeah. get some higher education. Um, biz, then uh, uh, the major was business and telecom. And then I wound up actually getting a uh, 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 marketing and design. I went, I went to a, a, a different school, that, um, uh, got a degree in marketing and design. And then um, later on, uh, I, I was actually in the Coast Guard for a couple of years and they paid for my college and I got a, a second degree and um, actually in computer science. So kind of it's kind of a mix between techie nerdy and artistic creative. So Interesting. Now, what was your kind of first meaningful, gainful employment, you know, coming out of the, the Coast Guard and, and, and college and things? Yeah, well, before I joined the Coast Guard, I actually had a design studio. And um, I think I was probably like 19. And, um, and it actually helped pay for school. And then uh, I, I just wanted to travel. And I was, you know, I just figured, hey, I'm so young. It's like, uh, you know, I graduated from high school early. And so I went to school early and then kind of got out. So, um, so I figured, well, I'll just do it, you know, maybe be a little more responsible and not just be a, a bum. And so I, so I, uh, wind up joining the coast guard and, uh, <clears throat> travel quite a bit. And then, um, uh, that, that's kind of, that's kind of the tra trajectory, I guess. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so then after, after the coast guard, did you go back to your design studio? Oh, yeah. or? So, so actually it was my very, uh, last big corporate job. So I got out and, um, I actually went to work for uh, tech data corporation, which is, I think now the largest computer distributor in the world. And, um, back then I was, I think I was employee number 120 when I started. And, um, when I left, I think I was like, there was like 2,700 employees or whatever. And I remember I was in a, <clears throat> I was in an elevator and the, the CEO was in an elevator, walked in the elevator with me. And, um, and like he looked at me and he was like, you work, you work here, you work for me. And I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, you know, when I was 
employee number 120 that, you know, you back then, you know, you, and I was, I was very, yeah, corporations aren't for me. So yeah, I just kind of yeah. took a walk and that was it. So at what point did you start really focusing on, on the video side of things? Yeah. Um, I would say, so, so after, after I left, uh, uh, the, the corporate job and I was, I was like, uh, I was, uh, uh, director in sales and marketing for the Northeast region. Um, and then, uh, I wound up, uh, we started this company called Banyan Publishing and we pretty much did all the marketing and, um, like we would, uh, for, for pretty much all the hotels, like all the major hotel chains. Um, and we would go in and we would do, uh, like their photo shoots and, um, do all their sales materials and put together their brochures and you know business packages for the sales team like that. And so we would do all of that. And we actually, we even had like a, a 5,000 square foot printing plant that we, where we printed all the stuff cause we were just doing so much volume. Um, and, and that was, uh, and we grew that, we grew that to, to pretty, pretty big, pretty company. I mean, there's people that still remember the name of publishing. Um, and, uh, September 11th hit. And um, pretty much every CFO from every uh, every major hotel chain called us up and said, "Hey, it's an act of God, so we're gonna have to cancel. You know, nobody's flying, nobody's traveling, um, so we're gonna have to cancel our uh, contracts." And um, we had such high overhead that that it was just you know just and we were just sitting there dead in the water because nobody was doing anything at all. And so so we actually literally pretty much shut down in about two weeks <laughs> to do right after. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, and um, we were just starting to do some video stuff with, you know, back way back then with Fanny Publishing and evolving um, in that. We were also doing a lot of web development, but just any, anything really related to marketing and promotion stuff we did. Okay. So now, now you are back though, you know, people are wanting to do videos and, and things for a lot of different, you know, parts of, of e-commerce. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. You know, I was looking at your website and you know, I saw there's different kinds of videos that I'm, I wasn't quite sure what the difference is. But first, what I wanted to talk about, what in my mind might be the most relevant for a lot of our listeners who are at least Amazon sellers. And and th- and that is thinking about video just on Amazon. It's, I think the the main thing that, that people think about when they, they think about video on Amazon is when somebody has the brand registry uh, or the EBC content, the A++, where, where they can now add a video as kind of like the last picture in, in their pictures for, for the listing. So I'm sure you, you've worked with a lot of Amazon sellers who do that. So in your experience, what is kind of like the best practices of what that video should be, like how long it should be, what it should be about, the, you know, the look, the feel, uh, what can yeah. you tell us about, about that part of Yeah, of we do a lot of deep diving into, into just, you know, how videos work and you know, what format works best for what platform. Um, and I think with, uh, I, I would say at any given time, we probably have somewhere around 140, 150 different individual projects going on. So the, the good part about that is, is, is we get a lot of feedback from clients on what works and what doesn't. We'll follow up even a couple months later and say, Hey, how those videos work and how are they working for you now? Um, and in the case of Amazon, really, Amazon's really very, very particular about the kind of videos they want. Um, they don't want any kind of anything that smells, you know, of direct response or hypey or salesy or anything that makes a claim or, you know, anything like that or, or you know, buy now kind of thing. 
Yeah, like like no putting contact information, yeah, like email addresses nothing. or websites and yeah, things like yeah. that, right? Yeah, but even even just you know even just like you know we're the best or you know something like that, which I wouldn't do anyway because you know bragging about yourself doesn't you know just doesn't convert. But um, so yeah. so what they really like and what we figured out are um, we have a video called a product demonstration video, and basically it's showing the product being used and it's putting that product really in the user's mind's eye. And the thing that, that we, you know, we really just, it keeps coming back to us over and over again is the fact that, you know, when, when you create something like this, um, one, simplicity is super important. Uh, two is you really want to, you know, you really want to put yourself, you know, you know, kind of in the mindset of, of whoever is viewing that video. And, so how is that video going to, you know, make their life better? Um, you know, what's in it for them and, and really kind of focus on the benefit. Um, the other thing is people's attention spans are just really, really short now and they're shrinking Two two years ago, we would say, Oh yeah, like a five to 15 minute spokesperson video. Those convert great. But two years ago, really like any video was awesome. People was like, Whoa, it's amazing. There's video. And, and most people really didn't know that, you know, the technology had kind of caught up and you can start, you know, running videos and, and do video marketing. Um, as more of that, you know, as more of that showed up, you know, the, the two main things were um, quality started mattering more and more. So, uh, you know, we used to use a lot of different things like um, stock footage and, you know, we kind of integrate that into the video. And we were noticing when we used the stock footage, it didn't convert. Um, you know, and as we kept kind of upping our quality of the video itself, that that really, it, it made a huge difference, um, and which is kind of the inverse, you know, direct response where they're like, oh, you know, ugly sales page letters and you know, ugly VSLs and things like that. It's, you know, for a product, I think, especially e-com, because you're, you're really trying to show your product in the best light. And you're really trying to show that, you know, you're trying to instill confidence in the viewer. So, you know, if you have some kind of piece of junk, video out there, then, then people are going to go, well, you know, they, they don't care about their video. They probably don't care about their product. So I'm going to look at somebody else. So, so that was, you know, that was one thing It's a quality. And then also the link to the video. So for, for an Amazon video, I, I, I keep it about, we recommend about 59 seconds or less. And what we'll do is we'll, we'll then we'll talk about the benefit points. You know, what, you know, what are the things, you know, not the features and, you know, not any kind of bragging points like, Hey, we're awesome. We're the best, but you know, more things like, you know, um, you know, increases heart health or whatever, you know, anything that's substantiated and, um, believe it or not, the less hypey, the better it converts. I think because people, because it makes it more believable and people, you know, people are starting to get, you know, online, you know, a bit more sophisticated. And, and I think some of the old school, you know, hypey used car sales type stuff just doesn't really work. And, and Amazon will just ban you in a, in a second anyway. So, yeah. Okay. Now something I've noticed is there's such a wide variety of these kind of videos on Amazon. Like I'll see some videos that are kind of like, it has a host. It's almost like, feels like a one minute yeah. QVC, you know, where somebody's, somebody's demonstrating it kind of like what, what you were just mentioning. I've seen others where there's, there's like no host it's mostly showing like the hands and stuff or, or just like glamour shots of the product and, and there's no voiceover. I've seen some videos that are just unboxing. I've seen some videos that are like kind of like instruction on how to put it together. Like, how do you know which, cause you can only do one video. Like, how do you know which one 
is good for your product? Like which, which, which direction you should go? Yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the product and yeah, they do have, I think they have something that's like Amazon live or something now where, where it's, it's really kind of a, uh, a QVC style thing where you can have your own shows, you know, about your product and have guests on and, and, and sets and things like that. Um, and, and those are a little more direct, direct response, but you know, that, that's that the format they have. Um, some of the other ones for your products, you know, versus like an unboxing versus showing the products being used versus showing the hands and spokespeople. I, I think it's really product specific. So, um, say maybe it's like some kind of cosmetic, like face concealer, then you're definitely going to want to have models, you know, and, and maybe do something where you, uh, you know, you're, you're putting a concealer on and, you know, showing the results. Although you have to be really careful because Amazon doesn't like before and after type stuff. So you, you have to do it in a way where it's not kind of like, you know, before, and you know, here, you know, here I am, you know, weighing 300 pounds and you know, here I am like looking like Superman after kind of thing. So, um, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, then maybe some, you know, things, uh, you know, some of the unboxing, if it's something where the product that kind of creates that level of, of excitement, you know, just, just getting the, getting the package, then, you know, that's a great one too for the unboxing, you know, and just showing like how easy it is to, you know, open, set up and get started. You know, it's like one, two, three, it's super quick. Yeah. You know, those are great for that. Um, some of the hand things, like maybe for say like you're a cooking, kind of a cooking thing where maybe you're showing whatever that product is, maybe it's a knife or, you know, some kind of cooking utensil or, 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 or you know, piece of, uh, you know, mixer, you know, things like that, then those are really great for just showing the product being used, putting it in mind's eye. And people are like, Hey, this is, you know, this, you know, that, that'd be a great knife for me to use. And they're, they're kind of imagining themselves using that knife because you know the, the way it's shot. You know, so, so those are good. You know, we would do product review videos where it was like, Hey, you know, I just discovered these, you know, this really cool new face cream and, and you know, let me tell you about it and blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, those were more QVC style and we never really tried to make it like a fake testimonial. Like we always want to stay in integrity and, and authenticity, but some of those are good. Those are, those are probably the most likely not to pass, uh, Amazon, um, pass, you know, muster. Uh, but you know, every now and then if you shoot those right, then, then those are great. Those are great ones, you know, especially if it's kind of something where you can show the product being used again. But, um, I would I would probably opt in for a demo video over you know kind of a QV style spokesperson video because they're okay. they're quite a bit less expensive and and they actually convert better. Hopefully that helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, now speaking of that, you know, you mentioned product demonstration video, but then like I noticed, you know, on your website you had a different category of product video. So what is the difference in, in the video world of product video and product demonstration video? Yeah, usually the product video is going to have a spokesperson um, and they'll be talking about the product. And then a product demonstration video is going to be probably not necessarily having a spokesperson, um, but just showing the product being used and having models show the product being used. So there's there's no talking, but it's supported by text and music and benefit points. Okay. Excellent. Now, another thing that I see, I think we should probably talk a little bit more about, I think people get that. Right. That, that was pretty easy, but like video funnels, you know, obviously 
ClickFunnels is not something that Amazon sellers really deal with. It's, it's Amazon, there's a listing, there it is. But whenever somebody is off of Amazon or maybe they wanna take their Amazon product off of Amazon, they're trying to build their list. I mean, there's so many different yeah. reasons to use funnels, but like, how does how does video play a vital role in an e-commerce funnel? Yeah, so we we even have like a little package, like you're, I think you saw probably where, where it is. It's kind of the t- a top of funnel um, video package. And basically what we'll do is we'll do a product demonstration video, but then we'll also create a uh, Facebook ad, um, an Instagram ad, a YouTube pre-roll video, and a retargeting video. So that way um, you really kind of have all your bases covered. So if it's, you know, if you're dealing an Amazon thing where maybe you're still sending a product to a, um, a, uh, a landing page before you actually go to the Amazon page. So it might be like, uh, you might see like a YouTube pre-roll ad and it's like, Hey, get your free coupon code, you know, for 15% off or something, you know, on, on this face cream. And that might be the YouTube pre-roll ad. And then it goes to the landing page, which might have the actual demo video showing it being used or something, you know, something like that. And then, um, add, you know, they, people can add their emails and then, and then, you know, as soon as they add their emails and the thank you page, would give them a coupon code and then the coupon code, you know, and it'll send them, you know, directly to the Amazon buy page. And then you can actually use coupon code to purchase. But then now you've actually, you know, harvested their emails, which, you know, that's a hard you know, with Amazon, Amazon's great because you can sell a ton of stuff and make a bunch of money. But you know, what if um, you come out with a new product that's very, you know, that's very lateral to the last product you had, and you want to sell it to your people you've already sold stuff to because they're buyers. You, you know, on Amazon, you can't really do that. It's, it's a pretty difficult process. Where if you collect an email list of people that got coupon codes, then you can do that. So, so that's one way you can use a funnel. Um, and then also, you know, so if they bounce off the page and they don't purpose purchase, then you also have kind of a retargeting video where you can say, Hey, we noticed, you know, you got a coupon code, but we see, you know, you didn't actually purchase, you know, here, you know, um, you know, if it, you know, maybe it might be like, Hey, do you want to talk to somebody or maybe, you know, can you answer some questions and put them in a survey funnel, you know, to help us serve you better, um, or, you know, even give them more additional money off, you know, something like that, or maybe that, yeah, you could do a retargeting video where, you know, went to a Facebook or YouTube ad, but they, they didn't take any action, so they need to retarget them and, and, and then, you know, for that coupon code thing again, because for whatever reason, they may have gotten distracted or bounced off or whatever. Um, you can also do this, so if you don't want to do kind of a landing page thing, because some people want that direct, you know, to Amazon so that you can kind of bump up your Amazon rankings, then you could actually do the same process, but just drive it directly to your Amazon page where, you know, you can drive an ad you know, to your Amazon page and then your Amazon page is going to have a, you know, a demo video on there to help, you know, help show the product and help inform people. And then, and then, you know, you you can go from there, but you just don't, you just don't get that extra lead. Okay. You know, part of what I see a lot now are, I think it's maybe along the same lines that you're talking about for the video funnels is, is whenever I watch YouTube videos, there's always these pre-roll, pre-roll ads uh, and they only seem to like go on for like five, 10 or 15 seconds. Like wh- wh- for people who want to use, use that, because I know there's some people who are crushing it, like using these YouTube video ads. And, and I, and honestly, I, I, sometimes I think I have clicked. I mean, usually I think the, the majority of people are just waiting to be able to hit that skip button, you know, right. That, that we all do. But, but I, I swear there's been a couple of times where I've hit it, but it, it's kind of subconscious. Like, I don't even remember what made me 
actually hit it. So what is some good practices, you know, when you only have five, 10, 15 seconds to catch somebody's attention, like, well, what is some good practices? How, how, how can you get somebody to click on something when they've only, when you only have like five or 10 seconds to get their attention? Yeah. That's, um, and yeah, YouTube free ads, they're kind of like, you know, opt-in, opt-in pop-ups, you know, they're, they're super annoying, but they work really well. So people still use them kind of thing. So, um, and with, uh, YouTube pre-rolls, the, the biggest thing is you really want to kind of script in, you really want to script in your hook so that it's, you know, you hit them with a hook, you know, in their first five or 10 seconds, um, because you want them to take action. You want to, you know, you, you want to say something super compelling that's going to get them to click on the button. So, you know, maybe it's an open loop question. Maybe it's, you know, get a discount now, you know, kind of thing, or, or you know, things like that. You know, anything that would prompt them, um, you know, maybe you have some kind of a tripwire item that's like super cheap, you know, get this, you know, get this new survival, you know, starter lighter for a dollar, you know, that kind of deal. People are like, what? Yeah. So, so those are, you know, things. So making that hook in the very first five or 10 seconds, and I think it still applies. I'm not positive, but I think if somebody clicks before 10 seconds, then you don't actually get charged either. So, it's, you know, it's a good incentive to. to yeah. Yeah. I heard yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's still, that's still a thing, but uh, you know, don't, don't quote me on it, but um, you know, that's a, that's a great incentive also, because if you can, if you can just embed such a great hook that they're going to click, then, then that's what you want to do. And then, you know, without all of those ads that we do for those, for the funnel package, each one is formatted uniquely for that and, you know, kind of scripted or, or done, you know, uniquely for that particular platform. So uh, Instagram's going to be 1080 by 1080, which is square, and it's going to be more text heavy. Um, Facebook, you know, you're going to want to, you going to do vertical. Although we've seen, um, it's funny, we, uh, some of our clients that have ac- accidentally run their Instagram ads, on Facebook. So they were like square 1080 by 1080 ads and those converted better than the regular landscape uh, video ads, believe it or not. I, I think maybe it's just because it's kind of a strange little pattern interrupt and, and or just kind of, br- yeah. you know, it breaks up that timeline. It looks a little bit different. So it catches people's eyes and it looks better on, on mobile. Okay. The last, the last kind of video I wanted to ask you about kind of, which, you know, I see some companies have it. We, we don't really have one necessarily here on, on Helium 10 website, for example, but I notice a lot of people with e-commerce, especially it seems like in the more niched categories, like if there's like vegan products or something like that, they, they do like a origin story or a, a owner's story, like, you know, who, who we are. Yeah. What are some good practices for that? I mean, is that something everybody should do or it's, it, it's more of a, a case by case basis on if you should add something like that to your Shopify website or to your main I think homepage. So, yeah. If, if you're trying to build an, a community and, and really kind of make a connection and saying, Hey, you know, I'm just like you, then those kind of videos are great. Those and also market review videos, which are, which are uh, uh, pretty cool. It, like if you say you're like a new company and you don't really have testimonies and stuff, you can do market review videos. And I, I can spend those a little bit later, but you know, as far as kind of those origin stories, then, you know, really it's the, the best way to do that, it, you know, if, if you're going to do it yourself and you're going to script it out yourself, I would highly suggest researching, um, read anything by Joseph Campbell and really kind of the, the follow that hero's journey timeline, because that's really where 
where those kind of videos are going to work out really well. And those, those things prefer like crazy. If you, if you get it, you know, if you nail one of those, right, then, you know, that, that can make it, you know, just make your whole business. Um, and it's, you know, and it's really kind of like, you know, how we started out, why did we start out doing this? You know, what obstacles do we hit? You know, what pain points, you know, caused us to start this company so that we can solve this problem? Because, you know, I'm just like you and we wanted to, you know, build a better mousetrap and then, you know, and then kind of talk about the journey, you know, a little bit about the journey getting there. You don't want to do too much because then that gets a little self-indulgent. Nobody really, I, I always say it's, it's, people hate, hate to hear it, but it, like nobody really cares about you. They just care about themselves as far as being a, a customer or a viewer. So, you know, too much talking about you is not, you know, is, is, is detrimental a little bit, you know, to show enough that you're making a connection and that you're similar, you know, that you are, are really thinking, you know, your thinking is in alignment with the viewer and those are really great. And, that, and that's where those stories really, those, those kind of stories really shine. Okay, cool. Now uh, you've been giving us a lots of different tips about all these different kinds of video, these, uh, you know, things related with video and how it can help in, in e-commerce. But what is uh, something that you could give in 30 seconds or less? This is our part of the show or the TST 30 second tip. So what is something that is super valuable that is real quick, 30 seconds or less uh, relating to video or, or anything really that, that you think is unique information for our listeners? Yeah, um, really, really what I was talking about, the simpler, the better, the more simple, the higher conversions, believe it or not, as far as just your methods, you know, just keep drilling down your methods as much as humanly possible. Um, also keep it short and concise. Um, shorter videos are converting much better than longer videos, you know, with a few exceptions, like the story style video we were talking about those, you know, those are made, you know, designed for engagement. So I think, um, I think those are great. And then, you know, also, you know, formatting all of your content, you know, for the appropriate platform. So, you know, if you're posting on Facebook versus Instagram versus, you know, wherever, as far as, you know, if you're trying to get, you know, engagement before the purchase, then you really want to kind of script and think about each, each individual platform. So those were, and I would say the most, the absolute most important is, you know, think about what's in it for the client. Don't think about what's in it for you. Don't brag about your product. You know, just imagine you're the client, you know, you, you know you're that avatar and then think about what's in it for them. How is this going to make their life better? How is it going to solve any kind of problem, you know, whatever problems they have? How is it going to make their life easier? And if you do those things, then you're going to hit a home run. And it sounds really simple. And it sounds like, you know, I should make, I feel like sometimes I should just make up some crazy stuff. So people will think I'm, it's harder and, and then I'm smarter, but that's, that's really it. <laughs> All right. Now, 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 Rob, that was more like a question for you. Like, what is an example you can think of? You don't need to give the person's name or the product or anything, but, but something where that really can help people understand the impact of video. Like it could be something where somebody was doing X amount of sales and then they, they went to you and got some videos done. They were able to double their sales or somebody had a campaign where the whole thing was based on videos. It was a video funnel and, and they went from zero to $10,000 uh, at the end of the campaign or, or, What's a real life yeah. example that, that you could give us? It really shows the power. A good one um, is uh, Chris Stoikos, who started the Dollar Beer Club. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He just made some amazing videos, and and you know, I think their very first video they did for about five thousand dollars and you know, the user team. And 
that that five thousand dollar video I think put them into something like three million dollars in their first year without running ads, without any kind of a funnel. They didn't even know what a funnel was. Um, any of that kind of stuff. It was just this video that people were just really compelled. And and, and what he did is he he did two things. Is one is he really nailed down his audience, like who are the beard guys, who you know, who are these alpha male, you know, type type people. And 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 also he did it in a way that like if you're not that person, you just don't even want to watch this video. Like, you know, if you're an eighty nine year old grandmother, like you're just gonna be offended. You know, so, <laughs> so it was, and I think it's really important like to figure out who your audience is and also and stop selling them. That's, that's just time and yeah. energy. So he and, and so that's all he did for you know for the first year I think they did somewhere around three million dollars and and that was really their only marketing. Interesting, interesting. All right, now there's a, another section of our podcast where we, we call it the search volume game. Okay, now you're not a seller right. on Amazon, but you're probably a buyer on Amazon, so you have some knowledge. And the, the whole point of this game is not necessarily for the, for the person to win. Sometimes I set you guys up with some trick right. trick ones here, but the purpose is uh, I really want people to understand how how people have different ways of searching on Amazon, and what we think is logical is not what the next person might think. So today what I've chosen, I've chosen three keywords that kind of have to do with video. Right. So you do video, all right? And basically I'm going to give you three different keyword search phrases on Amazon. And I'm going to tell you three different search volumes, like how many people search for this in the last month, all right? All right? Uh, these are estimations, but but they're, they're, they're fairly accurate since it comes from Helium 10. So what you're going to tell me is which one you think goes to which search all right. volume, all right? So- the three keywords are, and again, everybody listening, you know, play along. Don't cheat. Don't be opening up Magnet or Cerebro or something, guys. And Helium tend to cheat. Try and try and see. Try and see what your natural reaction is. The three keywords, Rob, are video cameras, 4K video camera, and video camera for YouTube. All right. So again, video cameras, okay. 4K video camera, video camera for YouTube. Now. One of these, the the most searched one, has about six thousand searches a month. The second most searched one has about thirty six hundred searches a month, and the third one is searched for two thousand times a month. So these are all fairly close in search volume. There's not one that's completely dominating. But which one would you say is is the one, two, and three, the most searched to the least search? Again, the three words are video cameras. 4K video camera and video camera for YouTube. I, I think it would be in that order. I think it would be video cameras would be the most, probably the second is 4K and then the third is uh, video cameras for YouTube. All right. So you got one right, <laughs> right? The 4K, the 4K video camera is 3,600 searches a month. But I kind of tricked you because the keyword phrase video camera without the S actually has like 55,000 searches a month. But video cameras only two thousand, but actually the number one keyword here of this of this group is the video camera for YouTube is actually searched for six thousand times a month. So wow, there you have it, guys. If somebody uh, does not want to buy their own four K video camera, they don't want to buy their own video camera for YouTube, but they want to use your video cameras. See what I did there, guys. But anyways, if they want to reach you to to you know have you do some video work for them or see more about what you do or or ask so some more questions that didn't get answered on this episode. How can they find you on the internet? Yeah, uh, you can just go to videotelepathy.com. And then actually, you can actually schedule an appointment to talk to somebody. And, and we don't ever really try to sell anybody. We just, all we do is just answer, answer questions. 
So, so that's probably awesome. the best way. Awesome. Yeah. Videotelepathy.com. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Rob, for joining us. And we'll look forward to maybe having you on, on the show in the future. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. Quick note, guys, don't forget that regardless where you are listening to this podcast, whether it's on your iPhone or on Stitcher, on Spotify, that you hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we drop a new episode.